This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. You are looking live. You are uh, listening to a podcast with me and Al. What's up, Al Dukes? Oh, hi, Jerry. So today's Thursday and uh, Tuesday. Well, wow. Should we start over? Good good? luck. Good luck, Jerry. I wish it was... (laughs) If it was Thursday, that would be awesome. It is Tuesday, oh, only Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Well, that stinks. Great to have you with us. Tuesday's the worst day of the week, I, I think. I totally agree with that. Because Monday, you're just kind of getting back into it. By no Wednesday, By Wednesday, you feel like Middle we're, week. we're here at we go. midway here. Thursday, it's like, holy cow, tomorrow's Friday. Awesome. Right. Uh, on Seinfeld, they debated that uh, if, whether Tuesday has a feel or There's not. There's no feel to Tuesday. Tuesday's uh, nothing. Kramer argued that Tuesday did have a feel. Oh, please. Uh, uh, Newman said Tuesday has Newman no feel. Newman would be right. Right. And Newman was the working man. Newman had a job as a postal employee. Kramer had no job. Right. So, so for Kramer, it could have been golf ball Tuesday. Right. Any day feels the same when you have no job and you're just somehow independently have money. Tuesday just exists. It exists. And today is that day for us, Existing Jerry. day. It felt like that. Jerry, I wanted to discuss this. It uh, had me very heated prior to the show. For real. I've cooled down a little bit from it after it was actually discussed a little bit on the radio show. And that is... Uh, Ian Rappaport, the uh, broadcaster for uh, NFL Network, NFL Insider, you would call him, Jerry, uh, versus Chad Dukes, no relation, who is a uh, talk show host in the Washington, D.C. area and evidently has a podcast like everybody else in the country. So uh, he had Ian Rappaport scheduled for a live appearance on his sports talk program uh, midway through, eight minutes in, Ian Rappaport had to go. He had to answer an important call. And uh, the talk show host just laid in on him, attacking him, saying things such as this, Jerry. I wrote, I I, I have some quotes from Awful Announcing, who did a terrific job with the article. Go F yourself, dude. You get stuff wrong all the time, and everyone knows it. What a piece of trash that guy is. If you can't commit to an interview, don't do it, stupid. Twice you've boned me today. Twice. What a loser. Your work ethic stinks. Your professionalism professionalism stinks. You're a trashy dude. You're not that famous. What an a-hole. He just kicked me in the balls in the 5 o'clock hour. I just got kicked in the nards by a zip zero 
stingy with dinero. I have no idea what that means. That must be Cheap. his own. Yeah. Anyway. And he called him a douche. Called him a times. douche. So he was angry that Ian Rappaport had to go mid-interview to probably do something with the company that pays him that's the NFL Network. Said. Supposedly, that's what he said. Right. So, and then to attack Ian Rappaport for all the things we know about Ian Rappaport. One, he's not a very entertaining radio guest. We know this. This is why he's a writer, why he's an insider, why he's a reporter. Mm-hmm. So you know that going into the interview. You still begged him to come on your show. In the 5 o'clock hour. To the point where you, and this is embarrassing, real radio hosts don't do this, he came in early to tape a segment. Real, Most radio hosts will not tape a segment. Most forward guys we worked with never did. Do you do that, Jerry? Because you're looking at me funny. I'm not a radio host. Not a radio uh, so, host. No, I've never. Uh, I taped, yes, one time I taped Kelly Tillman from the Golf Channel. Okay. During Masters Week, I was working overnight. All right. So I was able uh, to you tape overnights. an interview with her at 10 p.m. and Got I ran it. it at 3 o'clock in the morning. Instead of calling a guest at 3 a.m. I could not call her at 3 o'clock in the most, morning. Most talk show hosts do not like a taped guest. Yes, even Joe and Evan will do one once in a while, and they hate it. They hate it. Exactly. Craig tried it. It does not work. So he tried to tape a segment with Ian Rappaport earlier in the day, and Ian Rappaport couldn't do it. Well, I think, didn't it get broken off again? Got broken off again. It never started. I think when he called Ian Rappaport, he had to put the phone down and never went back to it. Got it. So to attack uh, Ian Rappaport for that. Now, Boomer kind of took the host's side, saying if you're going to commit to the interview, you should commit to the interview. Right. Which I did understand that point. But... If you're saying all these things about Ian Rappaport sucking, why do you want him on your show? And as you said, Jerry, in the 5 o'clock hour. And if he feels that Ian Rappaport kicked him in the balls in the 5 o'clock hour, right? well, do your show then. Why is Ian Rappaport responsible for your 5 o'clock hour? You be interesting in the 5 o'clock hour. Right, Jerry? So far, I'm not done yet. So my point to this also is a guy like Ian Rappaport is on radio shows constantly. All the time, every day. There is a Chad Dukes, not only in every city, but there are multiple Chaz Dukeses in every city. Right. There's, look at just here. Just look at New York. Boomer and Geo, Joe and Evan, CMB, Steve Summers. There's four shows. Right. Then there's the local ESPN affiliate. Right. Has probably three or four local shows. Yeah, they got a couple in the midday with our friend Rick DiPietro, the Michael K show in the afternoon. You got shows at night. Yeah. Now, if you just take the top 20 markets, that's it. Most of them have two sports stations nowadays. Right. You know how many shows that is that this guy gets called all day long because well, people can't fill their own shows with uh, uh, their own content? 20 markets. The, that's 40 stations probably. Yeah. And each one has probably three Shows like that. It's a lot of math. It's 120 stations. Right. I mean, shows. Uh, right, me. 120 shows. And they're calling Ian Rappaport every day. Nonstop. And Ian Rappaport is a guy who uh, tweets out his information and goes on NFL Network with his information. His information is out there. He is not going to break news on the Chad Dukes or any other show. Right. So, by all means... Go to his information and react to it on your radio shows. But what do you need him to tell you? It's right there on uh, on paper. I hear you. On the internet. On the internet. This really bothers you. It bothers me because 
we still in this day and age rely uh, we want somebody else to fill our time slots guest guest who's the guest what do you got what's the guest 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 well guess and then go this guy serve, sucks guests do serve a purpose sometimes sometimes rarely but not every day not every day not every hour and there's so many great radio shows that get ruined by guests and I don't understand how the hosts don't. Why am I the only one know, that knows this, Jerry? Because not everyone feels that way. You're not. You're not. Here's what I would say, and I, I mean this. I mean this with all due respect. All right, I will listen to this. You are not our audience. Oh, you are not a hardcore sports fan. You're simply not. You would rather go antiquing on a Saturday. And I'm not poking fun at you. This is stuff you've said. Sounds like fun. You you would rather go do something outside the realm of sports on a weekend. Then spend your hard-earned money on tickets. You mm-hmm. don't want to go to the Prudential Center on a Saturday to see the Devils and the Bruins. You're not really interested in going to the Bronx and seeing the Yankees and the Red Sox on a Friday night to fight the traffic. You don't care about going to the Meadowlands to see the Redskins and Giants. And that's fine. You're more of the, I would say, guy talk with a sports twinge type of person. Right. A twinge. Right. You are at a radio station that was built upon the previous type of fan I just talked about. Mike and Chris made a living taking a a ton of phone calls and having a lot of guests. And what wound up happening with a lot of their interviews, they did break news because of the way they, I don't want to say treated the guests, but because of the relationship they built up with the guests, they would get stuff from them. There is value to when Michael Irvin comes on this radio station with Joe and Evan. It's highly entertaining. I agree with you 100%, though. We don't need the writer from the New York Herald to tell us what we know already. I'm, I'm with you on that. There are, to me, there are guests of value, and then there's just guests to fill time. Right. And I do believe there's a purpose for guests to fill time once in a while. As someone that has sat in that chair. Sure. And you're doing, you're killing four hours every day. By yourself. When Mike sat here for five and a half hours a day by himself, if he want to put a horse guy on, put a horse guy Absolutely. on. Absolutely. But when you have two hosts, three hosts, four hosts, Putting guests get why, right? Well, no, that's a lot. You don't need it. You absolutely don't need it. And I would like to address two points you made there, Jerry. Uh, one, I need to be your audience, but you you're can, not our audience, right? But you cannot survive with the audience you're talking about. There are not enough of you. It's gone you, big pretty good for thirty years. Oh, really? Well, and how's it going uh, in the last? Number of years for sports talk and radio in general, less. Uh, a little less, but revenues have stayed the same. I mean, I just talked to a sales guy out there today. There's, they're thrilled with the morning, and I was surprised because I figured it would take a little time. I thought it'd be a right. little of a kind of a standoff, you know, stand back and wait type of scenario. And he's thrilled. The, his clients are thrilled with the morning. They're thrilled with middays. They are taking a wait and see in the afternoon for sure. Makes sense after Mike. You could totally see that. Okay. Um, I agree it's got to change. I'm not saying it doesn't. You My ha- point is you're complaining, though, to a radio station that was built upon what you don't like. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, and I'm not here to fight with you. But what I'm telling you is you have not been the audience for this radio station but, for 30 years. Right. But you cannot base the radio station based on 30 years ago. You need to reach your audience needs to be people like me that aren't the full hardcore sports fan, but are still a sports fan. I don't disagree with that. 
And Mike and the Mad Dog broke news with their guests because their guests didn't have Twitter. It didn't exist. They didn't have the Internet. It didn't exist. That's all true. But there's more And they weren't being called called 900 times a day to go on Billy Joe Bob's show and everybody else constantly there being on the radio. Shows. That's true. There weren't as true. many shows. I agree with you. It's got and to evolve. guess what? Mike and the Mad Dog were the only game in town. Now if you want sports, there's a 100, 200, no 300 podcasts. There's every cable channel. Though I would, I would argue that if you put Mike and the Mad Dog on starting Monday, it would be highly successful again. Okay. Take Mike and the Mad Dog and drop him in Atlanta. Would that be highly su- successful? No, they got a name here. Because they're not. I just said you put them back here back on Monday. Here, right. It's like saying well, put but we, You can't say that. That's like saying the guy that's number one in Atlanta, drop him in New York. It doesn't mean anything here. Okay. So then, all right. So I always made the argument, you know, with, with Mike Francesa here. If you took Mike Francesa here and, and he retired, whatever he's calling it, and he goes to Atlanta to Terrible. go do a talk show, why? If he's so good, because why? Because he's New York. He, he made his bones in New York. Everybody in New York knows him. He's not a national name. He's simply right, not. Right, but if you're good, if you're a good talk show host, no one has a name <laughs> at first. You're you earn into a weird corner. And I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jerry? Nope, can't say it. So I'm just saying, sometimes... That's not fair what you just did to me. To you? It's not fair what you just did. Well, but what do you mean? What did I do? I don't even realize what I did. I can't, I can't say it. Can't do it. All right. I can't do I'm it. not sure. I wish I knew what I had said that triggered that hand uh, uh, All right, I'll say it. Hand I don't think... No, I'm not going to say it. Oh, so close. So close, Jay. Mike and the Mad Dog, I agree, yes. would not work in many markets. It works in New York, and it worked in New York, and I think it would work again on Monday if it started yes. again. I 100% oh, believe, I believe revenues so would go through the roof. I think ratings would go pretty high again. You know, not you know nuts, but like what they were, and I think there'd be a big buzz to it. Correct. Something that I think a lot of places miss. Correct. Do I think Mike and the Mad Dog on Sirius has any buzz or any no. popularity? Nope, Zero. I don't. They're popular here. That's where right. they made their mark. That's where everybody knows them. You can make a very good case. Mike might not be the greatest talk show host, but he's a great personality here in New York. Correct. Chris is a lunatic, and in other places, they think he's a whack job. Right. We love him here. So I think there's a time and a place for hardcore sports talk. I and you're I, the other thing is we're arguing. I think we're agreeing too at the same time. Yes. I am with you. It's got to change. It can't be the boring guest every it's I agree, but I do think there's a balance to the value of a good guest. We've seen it here. You get a good guest that sits here, it's great. You get a bad guest, it's like get this guy off, you're killing us. Right, but if you're going to be a guest-driven show, you have to get for every time you get a Michael Irvin as you mentioned. Right, right. You're sitting through a lot of bad ones to which, see who's good, which and that's why, very costly to your radio which show. Which is why I think guest-driven shows are not good. Yeah, I think if you, I would say this: if if I was doing four hours a day, I would max out. I would say at two, two ten. I would say at six or seven guests a week. I would say one a day, because there's always, and I'll be the, I'll be the first one to admit it. You know, when we're doing the mornings, that 9 o'clock hour, I actually like the guest at 9.05 because people are ready at work. I feel like you've kind of done the heavy lifting for the for the morning drive. That not, I'm, I'm just used to joke. 
do whatever the hell you want at nine o'clock. Everyone, no one's listening anyway at this point. You know that that one hour is just brutal until people get settled and they start listening at their desk. And it kind of gives you almost like a sigh, of, uh, like a not a sigh of relief, but you got to take a deep breath. Think, all right, we got something, somebody to come in. So now it's got to be somebody that's halfway decent. I don't right. want the same guy on every day, and I don't want a writer on every day. But if you can get a decent guest in the nine o'clock hour, I'd be good with that. That's fine. But it's got to be okay, and no more, no more than one, maybe two once in a while. But that's it. But that's are it. there enough to go around? No, not if you're doing four or five hours and you're trying to put two guests an hour on. No, no, no. I'm saying even if you no. do seven a week, you're going to run out or um, start repeating guys over and over again. Are there enough? I think there's more than you think, and maybe seven's too much. Maybe the number's four. Maybe it's three. But I do think there's value in a guest once in a while. I do. But like, not like Craig would never take a broadcaster as a guest. Okay. Unless it was uh, somebody super see, famous. See, I where because to him it's like it's like in the afternoon show if they put a guest an NFL guest on. Right. Or for us in the morning. What does that guy know that Bart Scott doesn't know or that Boomer Esiason doesn't know or should know? I don't know the, I don't know the answer to that. I can tell you right now just Taking it back into my little world, if someone wanted um, to talk to me about Rutgers just because I'm with that team all the time and I'm at practice, I can tell you right now, I know a hell of a lot more about what's going on with that team than some people that cover it because I'm at practices, right? I mean, I'm with the team in the hotels. Now, some of the stuff I can't divulge for, for sure, but there are different things that I could tell a college basketball fan that they might not get from a general college basketball writer. So it's two different things. The writer is going to say stuff that could be inflammatory because that's what they do. They write, they have opinions, stuff like that. Mine might be more, you know, you're killing this kid for missing the play or whatever. I can tell you exactly why that happened because you weren't there, but I'm there and I see them go over and practice. So there's little things like that. Is it exciting? Probably not. But do I know more than most? Yeah, of course I do. Is there someone, you know, the, the longer Boomer and Bart get out of the game, you know, the game does change too and right. gets younger. And there's different personalities and different things happening. So, but you're right. When you look around, no one in this building should know more about football than those two. Maybe Tiki is another one who played. Right. So, and my argument always about guests was if I tune in the show and Boomer is talking about hockey, Boomer is, you know, Boomer and Geo, Boomer and Carton, you and Boomer. As a listener, I might think this may be a passing few minutes. Yes. When you tell me you're going to put the general manager of the Rangers on, that's 20 minutes. I know that's at least a 15 minute yeah, sure. hockey talk. I could go. Let me see what else is on. No doubt. And the and people are looking. We love to click, click around. People are looking for a reason to click. Agreed. So we, you know, as a show, not just the show in general, shows can't give people reasons to click. Yeah, that's true. I've always believed a great show is no more than four taped commercials an hour. Most most commercial breaks, literally, live reads, you get that one-minute buffer, catch your breath, come right back. And the whole thing is to your point. If you're doing a live read, how do I don't know if this is going to be four of them, two of them, three of them? How do I know they don't talk amongst themselves during – sometimes, I remember Boomer and Craig, some of the funniest bits that we ever had were during commercial breaks on live reads. Right. So you got to keep the audience engaged. You're right. You should be a program director. Jerry, this, is, this should be uh, – let's send this tape to communications – uh, departments in universities across this great nation of ours and tell them we're interested in a college tour where we go talk to communications classes. Broadcasting consultants? 
I've done that before. They just stare at you like, well, what are you, who are you? And yes, what I are know. you doing in my classroom? Uh, yes. That's it's always funny because usually the person that wants you there is very excited to have you there, but no one else is. Right. You'll get one radio nerd <laughs> like that was me when I was in college, and the rest is just like zoned out. Well, I went to Kane to talk to a communications yeah. class. And uh, one of the first things I was, all right, how many of you guys want to get into uh, sports radio or maybe, you know, sports TV? One hand went up. One dude. I go, oh, Christ, what am I here for? <laughs> I mean, you know, you've, now it turned out it was fine, and they were kind of into it because they were sports fans. Sports fans. But none of them wanted to get into this business or even in the TV business. They wanted to be, believe it or not, they wanted to write. I'm like, writing? That's like over. It's over. So, pretty funny. Somebody, uh, I don't know who this was, but I retweeted it. They uh, they they tweeted out a photo of a, of a gravestone that said uh, something like, uh, check out my latest podcast. And, and I loved it because Twitter has become, and I'm guilty of it myself. I'm not saying I'm not. Right. Twitter has become, listen to my podcast. Yeah. It's it's just everyone just wants you to listen to their podcast or yeah. listen to this. Watch this video I did. Listen to this podcast. It's You know what, though? It's an avenue. Like, what else is it supposed Like, if I asked for you. Hilarious. Let me ask you this. for Ian Rappaport to break news to me. But All right. But that's it's interesting because we've had this conversation, too, in the past because you'll say someone's bad at Twitter. Okay. What is Twitter? Like, let's let's honestly step back and think about it. All right. It's essentially, it's. I don't know what the hell it started out as and what it is now. A microblog site, Jerry. Okay, and whatever it was at the time, was it was it 100? I forget what the company 140 character. characters. 140 characters. But you have the power to choose what you see. Now, yes, right. someone can retweet something. I understand that, but that's coming from someone that you chose to follow. And you could turn that off on their page. Okay, so you even have the, the ability to do that. Yes. But you used to get annoyed when you'd be like, this guy, he's just terrible at Twitter. Well, I get, I'll tell you who, you get annoyed at guys, uh, men and women, who you think should be good at Twitter, like a Chris Rock. Because you expect funny. Right. But for him, it's a release from being what everybody wants him to be, and it's him being, oh, you know what, I can say other stuff. So to me, if you're on Twitter, you should be providing me with information, like an Ian Rappaport. Sure. Uh, something funny. Just those two things. Right, but that's not what it is. There's an oh, there's no definition for what it is, and, and you have the power to choose who you want to be entertained by. Right, but it gets frustrating when you um, when you know it could be better. Someone could be better at it. Like I used to get uh, frustrated when people would call me and say, "Craig sucks." Craig this, Craig that, and I would think like. In my head, I'd be like, turn it off. Right. Then I realized I was doing that to my friends about Howard Stern. And I realized what they were doing to me when they would call in to tell me Craig sucks. They were calling me to say, this show has so much potential and you're really wasting time right now. And that's what I was getting listening to Howard Stern. Interesting. I knew the potential of how great it could be. And... When it was just him putzing around killing time, I would get annoyed. And that's what get, is, gets annoying on Twitter sometimes. You're like, this guy or this woman should have so much potential on this format is interesting. And you know what the interesting part of it is? What's that? You thumbing through a tweet that bothers you takes all of an eighth of a second. Yes. And it's gone. Gone. 
It's almost like someone made a poster board and stuck it on your ceiling and you're staring at it when you lay down. Yeah. <laughs> like yes. it's gone. Right. Oh, that's stupid. Okay. Wow, that really wasted a lot of time. You we you you do fly right through it if you want. You do. Are you all right? Yes. I'm glad I got all this off my chest, Jerry. I feel like I was your therapist today. Uh well, what am I being billed? Nothing. What do you think it costs an hour to go to a therapist? I don't know, because I'm thinking of going to one. <laughs> what would you expect? Like if you let's say you you I don't in- know. inquired. Two fifty an hour? That's a lot of money. I don't I don't think it's that much. Oh, okay. I don't know. Let's check it. Let's find out. Anybody out there that's a therapist, let us know how much you charge. <laughs> I or bet it's under $200. Give us a ballpark figure. Okay. And is the is insurance cover that? It depends if you're in network. <laughs> From what uh, I understand. I really got to go. All right, Jerry. The warm-up show is next. We talk mostly about a shirtless Noah Syndergaard. So... Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. All right, good Tuesday morning to you. This portion is sponsored by Dell. And what is up, Albert Michael Dukes? Oh, hi, Jerry. Let me tell you where we're at in the sports world. Quiet, we are. Go ahead. It, we are in that area where uh, the Super Bowl is over, Jerry. Football news is uh, mostly over because we're in that weird spot where we talked about potential free agents in the draft, and it still doesn't happen really for a little while. You know what I'm saying, Cherry? I'm listening. And then baseball really doesn't get underway for a little while as well. Right. We have like a week of it as spring training starts, and yeah. now it's like, eh. So, it, alrighty. That um, what you were just hitting the face with, uh, that Geo 3D was not a pair of shorts. It has a cup in it. Correct. And it, it's uh, a hockey jock. I think it may that have. He's wearing right now. I think it may have hit you in the face. It did, yeah. All right. Well, you very. Uh, I have to move. It was a very smooth move on your part. So we're in this weird spot, Jerry, wherein this made headlines yesterday. Actual bold. You know, they put like in a large font and they bold the font. It's a large, bold font font exactly jerry which means oh important story right it said russell wilson <laughs> it's six home runs it's six home runs in batting practice I saw, for the yankees i saw one one uh, headline that said looks like he never left the game <laughs> I, mean, I mean what do we do it's it's spring training it's a joke then he goes i'm here this is not a stunt the yankees don't do stunts then they go other than that time uh, Billy Crystal played right. in a game. Other <laughs> got than a that, real at bat in a spring training game. <laughs> we do not stunt over here. I don't know what it is. He's there for a week. He's a pro athlete. Fantastic. There's no future, so it is a stunt. I, I don't know how you call it anything else. I hope he doesn't trip on a sprinkler out there. That would suck. A la Tim Tebow. Could you Tebow. imagine? Now, why doesn't that happen in Yankee world? Yeah, guys never trip on sprinklers. How come? I don't know. Maybe their sprinklers are actually in, in the, the ground, ground in Tampa. <laughs> I suppose that's possible. <laughs> then I saw Do this. Do you have any interest? Let's say. For, yes, Jerry. Let's say, for instance. Yes. That you could watch today on Yes. Batting. You know how they have the batting practice yes. show during the season? Let's say they did spring training batting practice. And Russell Wilson, John Carlos Stanton, and Aaron Judge were all doing it. Hmm, that sounded weird. Would you be interested in watching that? I'm, I'm those not watching. three doing it together. I am not watching that. No interest. I would you like to. See, you want to see Russell Wilson at all? I do. To, I would do. like to see Russell Wilson uh, take swings against real pitchers. Now you know he was a college baseball player. Yeah, I don't so care. Like, okay, that doesn't mean anything, right? He's been focusing on taking snaps, right? But he's not forty. I mean, it's like, not like it just leaves. you. Is he going to get in the box against 
Tanaka that I'll watch. Uh, See him look like a fool. Probably not. Like probably a, be the like a swinging fool, Jerry. The Just batting practice. But did you see Altuve look balls. like a fool yesterday? I did not see this. You're you asking f- me if I saw Astros batting practice. It I was against Syndergaard, and it wasn't batting oh. practice. It was a game. It was a game against Syndergaard. I did not see that. Syndergaard struck him out on a slider, to which Altuve was so uh, taken by the pitch, he turns and just starts laughing. That's kind of cool. He enjoyed that. Uh, well, his strikeout. I mean, he was beat pretty good by it. Yeah. Yeah. So Syndergaard, they go, oh, he hit 101 miles per hour, right? Yes. Then he decided that he was going to talk to reporters shirtless. Yes, I saw this. Which. And I tweeted this out, too, and I had a lot of people agreeing with me. I was not that impressed with Syndergaard shirtless for a pro athlete, guy who's throwing 101 miles an hour, muscular, should be in the gym. He's not that muscular. Shirtless, glistening in the sun. The six-pack didn't work for you? It was awkward six-pack. Uh, yes, that's fair, he but it an, still was a six-pack. He had an awkward six-pack, and then his... Uh, Pecs were not very defined. So you were looking at his breasts. I was. Because he was, like, putting them out there to the reporters, like, it's so hot, I can't wear a shirt. You put a shirt on. He thinks he's Tim Tebow. There's female <laughs> reporters there. No one wants to. I'm, I'm a male reporter, Jerry, and I don't want to see I'm that. I'm a man. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm 40. Plus, he's a hunk, and uh, chicks well, dig him. Yeah. I know what he was trying. I don't tra- think he looked as bad as you're making him out to sound. But he didn't. He, you're making him sound like Bartolo Colon. <laughs> but he didn't look like a guy who'd be like, I'm gonna wear. I'm gonna go shirtless for the reporters. He didn't look like, like Bowl of Doom. No, like when Tim Tebow was slowly running in the rain with the Jets, that guy could was have been on the beach, muscular. Yes, Syndergaard a little different. Well, remember though, for Syndergaard, he probably came in a little more jacked last year. Took a lot of heat for it. Got hurt and said, "I'm gonna cut some of that out." So perhaps he has softened up in some spots. Like I am not possible. I am but not, you really criticize everybody. I am not kidding. I've started doing push-ups, Jerry. I feel like my chest looked better oh, than Syndergaard. Up. Well, then take your shirt I'm off and show <laughs> us. I mean, if you're going to put that out there, take your shirt off and show us. <laughs> my pecs? Uh-huh. Well, I'm not going to do that. But then I had guys on, because I tweeted out, hey, this, uh, I tweeted out, Mike Puma had put out the original photo. Puma. And then uh, I said, not that impressed, you know. Some people were like, do you lift, bro? That's what I was getting all, all day. <laughs> Really? You lift, bro? Let's see your let's yes, see you shirtless. Yes, I agree. Let's go there, big mouth. I'm then, fun. I'm, I'm fit. I've got a hot body. Take me on a date. You are sitting here this morning killing Noah Syndergaard for his body. So show us what you got, Dukes. Then I get to work this morning. And I check my Twitter at four legitimately four AM. I'm getting dudes sending me shirtless photos of themselves working out. I don't need to see you working out. Who's your fantasy? <laughs> That's Not his, Noah Syndergaard. <laughs> this is my Twitter feed now because Noah. You started it. Because it's like what's his name with the flat Earth, Geno Smith. You open the door. Here we go. Yeah, I guess so. Now it's just dudes sending me shirtless pics and then going, "Dude, do you even bench, bro?" Hey, That's actually being said to me hey, on he's Twitter. Got about nineteen clips in the last <laughs> three minutes. <laughs> yeah, so. Stop sending me your shirtless photos. I don't need to see them. What will them. it take for you to take a shirtless photo today? Uh, that I'm not s- doing. Why? I don't know. It's you just, just a- sat here and said you feel like you're tighter than Noah Syndergaard. I feel like my pecs. I, I would. T- well, I'm not going to say that. I was going to say I would take a photo uh, pecs up versus <laughs> Noah Syndergaard because I have belly flab, Jerry. I'm a uh, 48-year-old man. 
I don't. No one needs to so see tie that. your shirt around your waist. Oh, well, that would be <laughs> and a show sexy us your look. Pecs. <laughs> I'm gonna pass on that. And uh, send the shirtless photos to Jerry. A he hasn't seen any shot. of them. Let's go, Al. <laughs> Jerry wants to see those. You don't send to me anything. shirtless pics. <laughs> <laughs> I have no interest in any of this. All right, so you don't want them either. You started it. Save them, people. Yes, Save please. the pics Actually, for yourself. Actually, continue to send them to Al. At Al's boring tweets. Especially the guys that are sending me the shirtless pics. Their heads are cut off in all of them, meaning that they're floating these on DM messages to uh, women. Could be. Trying to pick up chicks. Very possible. Is that Tinder? Is that where you, uh, where you float those pictures? They're floating them to me on Twitter. Um, and then I see this, Jerry. The Minnesota Twins. Now, this... I, there's no chance if Prince were alive, he'd be into this. The Minnesota Twins will be selling Prince merchandise at their games at Target Field. Cool. Prince hats. He's from Minnesota, right? He is. Didn't you go to the recording studio? No, we didn't make it there. Oh, we, you didn't I go. saw a mini version. There was, there was like a mini downtown. They had a mini tour of like artifacts. Like, here's Prince's high heels. Right. I'm like, okay. Prince's high heels. Uh, Prince Weird. t-shirts, Jerry. Hats. Prince baseball. So where's the money go? I'm sure to do the Prince Foundation. The family feeding off a prince. Probably so. Hey, whatever. If he's from Minnesota and the family's okay with it, good for them. I guess they're the the would, oh, family's certainly okay went, with it. They're like money, give now, me money. Perhaps if you went to Target Field, no chance. But if you went <laughs> to Target Field and you could buy a Prince Twins yeah, type of T-shirt, I would. I'd be interested. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I would mean, be interested so in that. So you sitting there killing it. You'd be the first person online. <laughs> know what I want to buy? You know the logo, uh, the Twins logo, where it's like two different guys. They're standing next to each other. I don't. Uh, that, I that's know like the TC for Twin Cities. No, they're they're one of the classic logos. Is it's it's the the the, the Minneapolis and St. Paul with the bridge between them. It's a cartoon drawing, and there's a a twin. That's a classic. Yeah, it's a twin on each uh, side of they the look bridge. The same. I'd want one. They do look the same. I'd want like a cartoon prince. Between those guys. Either way, you would buy something. I probably would. Uh, right. Yeah. I, sadly, I, I probably would. I almost, so, so far, you have killed Noah Syndergaard for his body, but you won't. And you say your body feels tighter than his, but you won't <laughs> show us. Okay, fair enough. And you're killing the twins in Target yes. Field for selling Prince merchandise. And yet you admit if I, you went there, you'd be the first person online to buy something. I'd love like a beer mug that had like a Prince. What, in a twins cap? And like Kent Herbeck on it. <laughs> Where do you come up with Ken Herbeck? For someone that says, I know nothing about sports, you pull some weird names out oh, of Oh, they're your all butt. the ones from my childhood. Well, because you're baseball card collecting. Yes. You're funny. All right, this portion sponsored by Dell. Need help finding the right Dell PCs with Intel Core processors for your business? Call 877-BY-DELL to talk to a Dell small business tech advisor. We got a lot more to do for you. Not much time. And then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M, the superheroes of building products. All right, welcome back. This portion is brought to you by Indeed Trade Deadline. Jeff Gorton, Rangers GM, will join Boomer and Geo coming up later. The Knicks did lose to the Warriors. The Nets did get a win. The Nets take on the Cavaliers tonight. This portion sponsored by Indeed. Are you hiring with Indeed? You can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. I would say we've got 245 left All right, now. Jerry, I'll have something for you. I, I think other people might be interested in this, or it might be just me. 
But uh, I saw that the Tampa Rays. Probably just you. No, no. Just help me out here then. If uh, people, please, I beg of you, help me do the math. <laughs> if you're a mathematician, maybe help me out. The Tampa Rays, it says, are signing a deal with Fox uh, Sportsnet. Right. 15-year deal to carry Tampa Rays games in that small market of Tampa at around, they're going to pay the Tampa Rays $82 million a year. I have no idea why. For 15 years. I don't I don't understand. How is that possible? There is a, probably about 100,000 people that watch those games. I don't know how they recoup the money. I mean, you go, I went to a game once. Yeah. I mean, there's nobody there. And no one's watching them. And I don't think anybody's watching them, but... I guess if it's Fox Sportsnet, maybe the way they sell it. I don't know. I don't. I didn't see the details because I wasn't interested when I saw the headline. Oh, I looked at all the details, Jerry. Is this Jerry. a type of thing like the Atlanta Braves had with Turner? So are Rays games going to be available around the country no. on Fox Sportsnet? No. These Fox Sportsnets all over the country are just little regional networks. No, no. I know. There's Fox Sports Southwest. There's That's Fox one of Sports them. North. There's, Second one. Right. But is the, you said Fox Sportsnet. So yeah. I'm wondering if they're going to put their games on in other markets like the Braves do with TBS. Then they said something like, you know, the Tampa Rays nationally are like the 13th most popular team. No, they're not. No. No chance. Plus, Could you Jerry, name me two players right now on the Rays? No. Can't give you any. Alex Cobb. Well, he's, well Thank a free you. agent, actually. Counts. Doesn't count. <laughs> he's not on the team right then now. They're like, the, the other <laughs> thing I liked about the deal is like a 15-year deal. You know, in 15 years, if You're you are going to be 63. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? In fi- well, your laugh is so great. That's funny. Jerry, in 15 years, think about how far we've come with cable and uh, the way we view things in streaming. Yes. In 15 years, if you want to watch Tampa Rays versus Red Sox, you'll just you'll sit in the corner just think about it. <laughs> It'll be in front of you. The Wi-Fi that's all surrounding you will be right in your head. If the Wi-Fi hasn't killed us all right. by then. <laughs> right, that's what you're going to find. Uh, that's, what, that's what they should do is put out a story like, you know, Wi-Fi could kill you. Uh, watch have, on, watch on. <laughs> you should watch on cable television. That cable comes right into your home. No Wi-Fi. Right, exactly. Destroying your there brainwaves. There have been stories about that. About Wi-Fi? That we don't know what it's doing to us. We've got all these signals going through our body nonstop. We, are lo- we have no idea. You ever been around a teen that can't get Wi-Fi, Jerry? They get very upset. 